Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Double Stack F1 Podcast. Honorat is on tonight. Uh, we will try. We will recap uh, the Australian Grand Prix uh, tonight ahead of uh, an exciting. Um, Without further ado, let's dive in. We'll make this one pretty uh, quick. Uh, it's just myself tonight. Uh, trying to wrap this out. It was an exciting race uh, for the most part. Uh, a very busy weekend uh, of F1 for sure. Uh, we had, a, it was a sprint weekend. So we had quali on, on Friday followed by uh, a sprint shootout and a sprint on Saturday, and which was fantastic, a great race. I know we covered that on the Saturday podcast. Uh, and then the race came about on Sunday uh, with Max Verstappen winning uh, from Leclerc second in Paris, uh, coming through the field. Uh, it was, like I said, all in all, great race, a lot of penalties that we'll dive in. Uh, Norris, pretty good race from him. Sainz uh, showed some pace. Uh, Alonso uh, was there, but not there so much, but enough to, to, to get a position after penalties uh, were were issued. Uh, Lewis Hamilton struggled uh, a lot during this race. Uh, George Russell was running a lonely race, uh, but uh, was able to collect points, uh, more points this weekend than uh, Hamilton in total. Stroll uh, did a good race, couldn't beat uh, uh, Alonso on Sunday, but ultimately uh, was able to secure some points. And the last place on the on four points went to uh, Pierre Gasly. We'll briefly kind of focus on what I, you know, we spoke about on Saturday in terms of what to look out for in the race, seeing how that played out, and and then we'll go over my top ten and see if if I if I had any success at all. I uh, usually don't, uh, but uh, and then we'll 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 close it out by. Uh, by, by, by kind of giving a rating to, to this GP. So without further ado, uh, let's dive into the first topic that I I had uh, recommended we look out for was uh, a charge by Paris uh, through the field. That happened. Paris started 15th, uh, ended up P3. That was much more than I had anticipated he'd do. Um, I, I, I saw Paris finishing in the top 10 for sure, uh, roughly around... Uh, P6 or P7, um, and uh, he ultimately did much better than that. Had a very clean race. Uh, one of the key highlights for me on, uh, in terms of Paris's performance this weekend was his battle with Carlos Sainz around lap 59, 60, and 61. Uh, ultimately, uh, he was able to intimidate Sainz. Uh, don't know what that means exactly. Uh, we'll wait for uh, the press conference uh, ahead of uh, Silverstone to see if uh, he gets asked that question and we can get a little bit more color from uh, Carlos Sainz. But yeah, great performance from Perez. We can start it off a little bit shaky in quality, but he was able to uh, clean that up uh, for uh, during the sprint and uh, picked up some more points uh, during the uh, the actual race itself. So great, great performance there by Paris. I voted him my driver of the day. Uh, ultimately, uh, the fans uh, went for Lando Norris, uh, who actually also had a, a fantastic race. So it was a, it was well deserved for by Lara, by by Norris there and uh, Paris also. Kind of deserved it for for his performance, but in that fast 
Red Bull. Um, next next item that I kind of wanted, I kept an eye out for the entire race was very competitive Lando Norris. Um, I kind of saw that coming. The car looked very hooked up on during the quali, uh, but we kind of knew that uh, from previous qualifying sessions in Barcelona comes to mind directly. That car, the, the, the McLaren usually tends to do well in qualifying. He put the car, I think, P4, had a not so great start to the race, uh, similar to his his start on on um, on Saturday morning. Um, Lewis overtook him into P4, and then they had a, a fantastic battle uh, that led to Lewis Hamilton getting a five-second penalty during the race. Uh, ultimately, I think Norris was able to overtake him on lap 28, uh, beautiful overtake. Lewis went wide on the corner of turn four on exit. Uh, I think he was still complaining at the time about his balance. And uh, yeah, Sainz overtook him. He, he tried to keep pace with with Sainz for with Norris for a while, but uh, that didn't work out so well. The Mercedes just lacked the pace, but but the McLaren with the upgrades was fantastic this weekend. Norris does well on this track. So there are some question marks in terms of uh, how this performance will will reproduce in Silverstone. Uh, We'll keep an eye out for that to see if it does play out. uh, And we ultimately can can be confident that uh, the car is in a better position. They have pretty much the the same concept as as Red Bull in in terms of overall car design and suspension design, uh, so uh, if that car works well, um, I think Mika Hakkinen might be just right when he says that they'll be super close to 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 Red Bull uh, later on during the season. So congratulations, Norris, driver of the day, fantastic performance. Uh, home race next. Let's see if he does if he does well there. Uh, Third item on my list was Alonso chasing another podium. Um, he was chasing, but uh, it wasn't for podiums. He he crossed the line, I believe, P six, um, and uh, ultimately promoted to P five uh, after the race. Uh, after Signs was given a ten place penalty that pushed him back to P six. Uh, Alonso and and um, his team, uh, the Aston Martin team, they, they kind of put in a protest after the race as they noticed that, you know, the penalties weren't being handed out right away. So you see a lag between when the penalties were issued and when when the penalties actually, the infringements actually happened and when the penalties were ultimately uh, handed out. Case in point, uh, if you remember when Hulkenberg kind of went his house broke down on lap 13 but back at lap 27 or something uh that's when the screen came up and showed he was having a black and white flag for for tracking uh for track infringement so that kind of gives you a signal if you're asking one that there is significant delay and so they assumed that a lot of the 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 penalties haven't been accounted for so they put in a protest um Ended up being twelve hundred uh, infringements during the race. Eighty-two laps were eliminated, so I think they did the math on that and issued some par- some penalties, which allowed Alonso to collect a few more points and for Aston Martin to also uh, make up a few more 
uh, to collect a few more points in total and and and, and stretch their leg uh, in P uh, two and P three in the championship uh, versus uh, uh, the the best of the rest, uh, Mercedes and Ferrari. So that was for Alonso. Didn't make the podium this time, but uh, given the nature of the track, I was expecting them to do quite pretty good here. But uh, uh, yeah, development by other team is probably. Uh, uh, inching in and making other teams more competitive, the Ferraris in general. Uh, so we'll see how they perform in Silverstone. A little bit more faster corners. Um, I don't know if uh, the, the Aston Martin does well there, but that's something to keep an eye on for uh, during next weekend. Um, so next, uh, Ferrari strength. Uh, was Is it true or is it just an illusion from, from qualifying? I think they were able to, to, to convert that uh, in the race. Um, Leclerc did fantastic, finished P2. At some point, he was leading the race. Uh, finally got, I think, Verstappen was able to take him uh, on the on the field later around lap 38, got an overtake done on him. Um, but, yeah, it was great to see Leclerc, great to see him on the podium. Uh, the Ford Ferraris did genuinely look super hooked up, super quick. Uh, Sainz was great. Sainz, to, um, uh, for me, he looked the look to be the fastest Ferrari. Um, he he started behind Leclerc uh, and the team, kind of on the the safety car that 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 came about on lap thirteen. They double stacked, uh, which ultimately cost them. Uh, the double stack didn't go that well. Um, they both had a pretty slow pit stop, I think between four and six seconds. It was it was not that great, and you and you multiply that by two dri- two drivers, uh, and you are the driver in the back. That kind of ruined science race, and add to that uh, a bunch of track track limit infringements, and he got one five second penalty during the race, and got. Uh, Slapped on the hand at the at the end of the race uh, with another ten second penalty. So he ended up finishing P four, but uh, with the all the penalties, he lost the place to Norris, lost the place to Alonso, and finished P six uh, on the day. He showed genuine pace. Uh, I would expect Signs to do well uh, in Silverstone this weekend. That's where he won his first race. So. I'm excited to see him uh, continue to uh, gel with the car and to to perform really well. So uh, that's one that I'll keep a, a, a close eye on, and I'll be rooting for him. All he needs to do, I think, uh, from my perspective, is to qualify a little bit better, and uh, that'll put him in a position to to kind of have the better strategy uh, in terms of Ferrari. Um, Leclerc, on, on the other hand, fantastic race, drove really well. Um, did the best with what we had. Had a great strategy. Uh, he is in the in. He slipped. He let it slip that he's uh, kind of working on his. They started negotiating his contract. So maybe that's maybe that's what you know led Ferrari to kind of uh, give him a little bit of a, a good hand this weekend in terms of uh, cards he was dealt and uh, was able to perform really well and uh, finish second to Verstappen. Third. Uh, the overtake festival, yeah, we saw a ton of overtakes this weekend. Um, the midfield battle was great. In the back, you had like the back markers that were going at it pretty hard. I enjoyed all those overtakes on track. DRS chicken between signs and Paris was beautiful to watch for multiple laps. Uh, the fight between Norris and Hamilton, also a lot of overtakes there. Uh, Norris versus 
signs also great battle there uh, for Stappen getting the opportunity to overtake the, the, the Ferraris on track at, at some point they had a one, two and he had to come back and, and do a few overtakes there, which were, which were great to see. Um, yeah. Great, great, great race. Hockenberg. I was expecting Hockenberg to do really, really well. Uh, unfortunately his lap, his race got cut short. Unfortunately it didn't go far further than lap 13. Uh, first brought out the safety car, uh, but Prior to that, he was he was right in the points, battling hard, uh, and uh, had a fantastic uh, was having a fantastic race. Um, in terms of uh, what else, uh, I think one thing to flag was I, I felt like the the Williams had pretty good pace. Uh, they did a pretty good race. Even with the penalties, Albon got a 10 second. Sargent got another 10 second. They were able to finish right right underneath the points there uh p p11 and p13 sergeant is relatively close there on albon uh so he he was able to make some 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 moves started 18th and finished 13th so congratulations sergeants on that uh albon started 10th lost the position uh but ultimately good overall weekend for for williams they're bringing updates I believe further updates at Silverstone, if I'm not mistaken, uh, at least on Sergeant's car. So that's one to, to keep an eye on to see if uh, he does well. If I'm not wrong, or maybe he already had the the updates this weekend. Uh, excuse me if I'm wrong there. So uh, don't quote me on that. Um, the the Alpines uh, difficult race weekend. Really, I couldn't see them anywhere. Um, Gasly got. An extra 10-second penalty at the end of the race. Ocon at 30 seconds. Uh, that was one that was surprised me. How could you end the race and get a 30-second penalty? Um, track limits are obviously a terrible issue here um, at at this track in, in Austria. Really fun track to, 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 at least in the sim, it's fun to race. And I think the drivers love it. I think it's just 10 corners, but uh, very, very... You know, it's prone to, to track limits, especially on that turn 9 and 10. I know solutions are being discussed, gravel traps, uh, but, you know, kind of they have to take into account Formula 1, uh, GT cars, uh, and MotoGP that also race on the track. And gravel having gravel traps on turn 10 might not be the ideal solution. One of my takes is maybe we should just go back to to not enforcing track limits there. It's up to the driver. You don't really gain much in terms of of time when you go wide in nine and, or 10. So uh, I think it's one where we could have an exception um, on those on those corners. It has zero cost um, to to the to the track uh, and and it, it'll allow for great racing. And we're, we're not going to hear the drivers keep complaining about uh, track limits like telling snitching on each other the whole race they'll actually focus in race you know um push the car and you know we used to race like that for years so i don't know maybe forget the track limits under nine and ten going forward that's my solution uh curves are, are are being asked to brought back to bring back but i think that's pretty dangerous uh gravel traps maybe also a good solution but that would necessitate to take them off uh and then put them on every 
every uh, year uh, between now and 2030, given the track was approved for an extension uh, after this, the South African Grand Prix couldn't, couldn't make the calendar. So, uh, yeah, we'll be going back to Austria for a few years and hopefully uh, we don't have track infringement issues again um, uh, come next year. Uh, other topics that I thought were were interesting um, were um, the DeVries. DeVries actually did better than Sonoda this weekend. Sonoda ended up going off track uh, turn one. He, I think he he rammed understeered understeered on out of turn one into. I think if it wasn't Magnuson, it was one of the the Williams and and get, took off his wing and lost down force into turn four. Uh, which cost him a little bit. Uh, his race was was done there. Finished P nineteen, uh, lonely race in the back uh, behind Magnuson. Magnuson and DeVries a little bit of fight fighting over there. Got DeVries a penalty. Uh, Magnuson called DeVries out and said, "This guy's fight. He drives like a uh, uh, somebody that's uh, fighting for his career." Um, and I guess he is right. Talks of. Uh, have been coming out a lot uh, last week about his seat being in danger and likely uh, he has two to three races to kind of correct his uh, his performance or uh, we could see him uh, no longer on the grid come uh, uh, past the, 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 the summer break. So, well, we hope he can stay. I think it takes a while for rookies to – to, to get to grip uh to get used to the the performance here he is a rookie after all uh, even though he's he's a champion in other series um i think he, he he deserves a whole year to kind of iron out any uh issues and come back uh fighting uh after a rest at the end of the season i think there's potential there we just need to to release the, the tension and the reason will perform so that's kind of my take and that kind of covers kind of the top items uh, I was looking at for this race and some of the other stuff that that I think were worth uh, calling out. Um, now, my top 10 for the weekend. So this weekend I had uh, Verstappen to Sainz to Hamilton to Alonso, uh, P4 Alonso, P5 Luke, uh, P6 Stroll, P7 Paris, uh, P8 Norris, P9 Russell and P10 Gassi. I think I was other than Verstappen. Uh, Verstappen, I got correct. I got everybody in the points correct. I just had him in like absolute shamble. It, it was all over the place. Uh, Science finished P6. Um, Hamilton finished P8 behind Russell. Alonso finished P5, not P4. Leclerc was second, not six. Stroll was ninth, not seven. Paris was uh, Stroll was six, not ninth. Uh, Stroll was ninth, not six. Paris was sec- third, not seventh. Um, yeah. Uh, Norris was, uh, I believe, fourth, not eighth. Russell was. Seventh, not ninth, and Gasly. I got Gasly correct. <laughs> P10 Gasly. So I got Verstappen and Gasly correct. Uh, everything else was, uh, they're in the points, but uh, they're they're out of position. So at least I get myself a little pat in the back that, you know, stuff. did well. It wasn't too bad. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, 
Canada, kind of my top 10 there. Wasn't great. Uh, great race overall. Kind of my GP rating here. Um, I'll give this race a seven. And why a seven? Uh, I think for the most part, it was very predictable. Uh, predictable in terms of who's going to win. Um, I had faith in, in, in the, in the Ferraris, uh, to do well, uh, but, uh, track infringement and, and that, that kind of took away from the excitement. We had to wait two to three hours after the race to kind of know who actually won. And I think that kind of left a bittersweet taste, uh, uh, to to what we saw on track, uh, at least the top three weren't affected, uh, which I know would have been tough to ask them to give the position back. I think the only two that didn't infringe on track limits were Joe Guan Yu and George Russell. So congratulations to both of them for keeping it on track. Uh, but yeah, other than that, really, we want to see some some fighting for P one at some point this season. Uh, just not now. It's just not happening now. Uh, the Red Bull is just fantastic. It's just a well-rounded car. Performs everywhere. So kudos to the team. Uh, as we say every weekend, they're doing fantastic. Nothing to be – it's not their fault. Everybody else needs to do a better job. Uh, so Red Bull is 10-0 this season. They've won every week, every race. Um, and Verstappen, I think he's won six or seven races already. Uh, six, eight races already. So, um, yeah, uh, hopefully, uh, uh, we can get more action and now uh, get more fans, uh, hooked up. I'm starting to hear a lot of, uh, fans not excited or not willing to, to, to watch. Uh, one thing I noticed in the bar that I, we've, we, we've, we kind of go to to watch this race. It's just a lot less people were showing up. So I don't know. Um, I wasn't on track. It looked like a fantastic atmosphere on track. Uh, so at least uh, where the money is being made, people are showing up. Uh, and I hope it continues uh, because we want to. We want more people to keep watching, and we want people to get more engaged, learn more, uh, and uh, participate uh, in this exciting sport with us. Um, I'm gonna keep watching. <laughs> no way I can record this these episodes if I'm not watching. So I'll keep watching. I enjoy every racing. Uh, highlight as well, uh, something to call out was the Porsche Series Cup was the race was fantastic. Uh, it was super close, close battle until the final lap. Uh, if you didn't watch, that's one to go back and watch. It was it was a beautiful competition. Um, so yeah, other series come along with F1. They're worth watching. So, uh, if you, if you get a chance, if you have capacity over the weekend, try to watch formula three, formula two, and, uh, sometimes the Porsche series. And if the W series is on, don't miss the highlights. Uh, always great racing, uh, each time that'll do it for me. Um, thanks for tuning in. If you listen, if you like, please click the like button. Uh, so follow us, subscribe so you can get every episode. We do this because we enjoy it. Uh, I I like sharing my opinions when it comes to, uh, to Formula One. Uh, please share your opinions with us. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram, double underscore stack F1. Um, give us your, your, your feedback and anything we can do better. All right. Until next time, uh, we'll see you at Silverstone in a couple of days. Ciao.